from Parkdale in Toronto, this is Drinks with Friends, episode 12 with Sean Street and Andy Ingram of Animal Brewery. What's up, guys? It's the Drinks with Friends podcast, where we get a few people together, mix in our favorite social lubricants, and see where the conversation flows. I'm Brooke, and along with my bestie, Jen, we're going to be drinking with you for the next hour or so. So go grab yourself a bevy. Come on back. We'll probably eventually offend you at some point. And uh, it's an adult podcast with adult topics, so use your own common sense here. This is Drinks with Friends. How are you? I'm doing uh, really well because I'm warm. We are a little warmed up. A little warmed up. This is show two of two for today. Right, exactly. And these days, this is a lot for us. I'm going to sleep all day tomorrow. I'm not. I'm going to be watching uh, the little kiddos, uh, my niece and nephew. It's Thanksgiving. I know. It's Thanksgiving weekend. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, So, well, originally I was supposed to, we always have dinner on the Sunday, always. And then my mom called and she's like, are you free on the Saturday? And I'm like, no, I'm not free on the Saturday. I'm podcasting that weekend, mom. Yeah, come on, I'm podcasting. My, mom, my mom's like the same thing. She's like, hey. why can't you come over on Saturday? I'm like, I what? am. I have a show. Exactly. But it's and it's the long weekend. And you know, it's funny that it didn't even cross our mind that it's like, well, maybe other people can't do it on the long weekend because, well, you know, no, we were no. just like anybody can do it. If we can do it, anybody can do it That's on the right. long weekend. And there we was actually people. like a, some some adjustments to have to do because of that. Yeah, but we always do it on the Sunday, always on the Sunday. Okay, so I get a call. Can you do it on the Saturday? I'm like, no, I already made plans. Okay, then I find out. Well, nobody can do it on the Saturday because my brother's away in Buffalo, having a for a really fun romantic, romantic weekend in Buffalo. In Buffalo. Mm. And then and then my parents get invited to a wedding and they ditch the whole idea of Thanksgiving. So what are we thankful for? I, uh, uh, now we're doing it on the Monday. Me too. Well, I don't like Thanksgiving on a Monday. I don't like it either because I have to get up early and I don't want to be drunk when I wake up on Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> because I like my turkey with a lot of red wine. Well, who doesn't? That's why you do it on the Sunday. Trip to fan. It's on the Sunday. But you know what? Whatever. I'm just thankful for a Monday. So this Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for long weekends. This is true. What is your favorite um, Thanksgiving food? Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, my God. This is so hard. I'm going to say squash. Ew. (laughs) Are you? You're joking right now. No. Squ- what kind of squash? Like the butternut. Oh, uh, God damn it. Peanut gallery. Is what? this like? Yeah. Boo. Okay. Yeah, that's, what? That's, that's gross. <laughs> thank you. We have a peanut gallery today. So thank you. That's kind of Gigi really like. I went over- to Thanksgiving at your house and we had butternut squash there. We did. That was last year. But that was like a part of the, that was over top of the turkey and the mashed potatoes and okay. the gravy and the stuffing. Okay, yes, you don't As eat turkey. As our listeners know, I don't. Right. Okay, but what about stuffing? Well, I did make stuffing that did not touch the turkey. I believe you. And my mom always makes me stuffing without sausage in it. She actually shoves sausage into stuffing. Oysters. Like, what put, the fuck is that? I put oysters in my stuffing. I'm okay with oysters more than sausage. But neither what? do I need. My mom makes me some separate, which I so appreciate. Thank you, mom, on Thanksgiving for making me a separate stuffing. But I can go without. The stuffing is not my favorite. Really? What about... Um, Your stuffing is actually... Is yours the one with pine nuts? God, I've no. had some good stuffings without meat. Pine nuts? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, what about mashed potatoes? Yeah, those are actually the best, but it's just like mashed potatoes are not the best for you. So that's why I picked. And I do love squash and Brussels sprouts. Oh. Oh, my oh, God. I yeah. love Brussels sprouts. Fuck yeah, Brussels sprouts. I just love the veggies the most, I have to say. And potatoes, they're just like kind of the filler food. 
but they're delish. So what are you doing for Thanksgiving, Brooke? I mean, happy. Last year I was with you for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but that was right. a oh, late Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're right. It was late. Because last year uh, for our Thanksgiving, we were on an airplane coming right. back oh, from that's Reykjavik. Right. We we're coming back from Reykjavik. Yeah. And you know what else is special about this Thanksgiving weekend? And that one too. Um, it's your birthday. Oh yeah, it's my birthday. It's your birthday on Monday. Happy birthday! Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I hope it's one of the best it's, yet. Uh, Thirty-two. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, your math is a little off, but oh. thank you. And more beautiful than ever. Thank you for that. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you Gigi. Any hoodles? Um, yeah. So last year we were in Reykjavik. Uh, smell like this time last year. Actually, this evening. We were, I think, walking into our Airbnb smelling a lot of whale sausage. (laughs) I remember smelling a lot of rain dripping off every part of me. It was horrible. And I think it might have been tears, though. They were salty. (laughs) It was a lot of of It was a lot of sadness and regular. And a lot. God damn it. A lot it. of really smelly, smelly uh, meat being cooked up in the frying pan in our Oh, in yeah. What an kitchen. Worst Airbnb I ever stayed in my life. And yeah. I've, been, I've stayed in enough bad ones that this one to take the cake yeah, um, with the great. multiple levels of kitchens and every kitchen um, with meat cooking in it. But and like, like a, an unknown source. A, a meat that you have never smelt before in your life. It was. It had to have been whale or something. Oh, it was something. So it was foul. It was, it was foul. fucking foul. And everybody was in their underwear. Every, and every, it was after midnight. <laughs> every man was in their underwear. And I just Ugh. wanted to go to the bathroom, but I had to walk through yeah. the whole thing to go to the bathroom and take a shower or whatever I wanted to do. Every bathroom... You had to get through a kitchen first. You had first. to parade through the stink meat. The stink meat. And the <laughs> underwear. The and the underwear. Two kitchens identical. And then the, remember, we went to the basement one and it was so scary. Yeah. We were like, no. we can't go down there. No. It was so scary. That was a terrible thing. And we paid Airbnb. like $1,000 for that night. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it a, was the most expensive Airbnb we had the entire it was, trip. It was actually the most, yeah, it was Except the most Except for expensive. Munich. It wasn't no. as, was it worse than Munich? It was way more expensive <gasps> than Munich. The, our whole Munich experience was the same cost as one night in Reykjavik. And by oh, when yeah. I say one night, we got there, we went to bed, we woke up, and we left. We got the fuck out of there. Well, we went to, no, we got there. We tried to figure out what the hell was going on. <laughs> we went what to What is eat. that? We tried to figure out what is that smell? It were like but then we went out to dinner, then we went to several different bars. Yeah. And then we went back to Meat Factory, went to bed, woke up in the morning, went to the Blue Lagoon, went straight to the airport, went home. But I think our whole time in that in that uh, Airbnb was like seven hours. Hey, hey man, you anyway. want to go to Iceland? No problem. Just have a ton of cash. You need a lot I of money. I need a ton of money. You know what, though? The meals in Iceland were fucking amazing. Delish. They were probably... Except the- for the whale meat. <laughs> the whale sausage in the kitchen and the underpants. What? It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. But um, the uh, the meals there were probably the best I, I had in Europe in all of our 21 days there. I agree. They were so, so were, good. Was, and it was so expensive. That meal was a fortune. But it was, yeah, it was all of our cash left or not. It was I put that on my credit card. Anyways. Yeah. Anywho. Good times, um, good times in October. And good times in October. Happy birthday and Thank happy you. Oktoberfest. And uh, uh, likewise. Okay, so we're going to take a break. And uh, actually, first, we'd like to just check in with our sponsors. So thank you. Okay, so Catherine Cowan again came through. Catherine, we love you. Another uh, season sponsorship. So thank you so much. Dr. HVAC also sponsored us this uh, season. Yes. So thank you. Uh, HVAC needs. Talk to them if you're in the GTA of Toronto. Fabulous service. Excellent customer service. service. Yep. They've been out to my house. They're amazing. And uh, if you want to buy us a beer or sponsor us in any way, you can go to our website, drinkswithfriends.net. We'll be right back. Okay, Jen, do you want to introduce today's guest? Well, I would love to introduce today's guest, but it's guests. 
For the first time ever on Drinks with Friends, we have two guests with us. I'm very excited. Uh, their names are Andy Ingram and Sean Street. And they're both brewers. And they have their own brewing company. It's Animal Brewery. And I'm excited to introduce both of them separately, if if I may. You Please do. May I? Please oh, do thank so. you so much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with Andy. Andy Ingram is an actor, writer, and craft brewer from Brampton, Ontario. He started out mostly on stage singing, dancing, and stage fighting his way through some musical theater's most popular roles, like William Burphy in 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, Cliff Bradshaw in Cabaret, Albert Peterson in Bye Bye Birdie, and Ed Getley in Evil Dead the Musical, which is something I saw twice. Uh, He's also no stranger to the work of Bard, Billy Shakes. He got his kick ass, he got to kick ass and take Shakespearean names as Macbeth in, you guessed it, Macbeth, his favorite. Most recently, Andy has set his sights on the world of film and TV. You have definitely seen him in one of his many commercials, some of which are currently running as you listen to this podcast today. You know him, you know the OLG guy who's on his laptop gambling in the backyard with with the casino machines. Yep, that's him. He's also got a new television series premiering this December on TVO called Cutie Pugs. Oh my God, it's a children's show about the adventures of Dee Dee and her four pug puppies. Andy stars as a lovable, goofy dad. That is so, love it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, Andy is now embarking on his new journey of sorts. Beer! Yes, that's right, he's a home brewer. And as we said, a home brewer for, you guessed it, Animal Brewery. Thanks uh, for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much for being Welcome. with us, Andy. Thank and you. Uh, you know what? I have seen your commercials and uh, uh, you make me laugh. Oh, and I'm like, I know that guy. There's a brand new one. I uh, just started on TV right now. It's a Party City commercial for uh, like a Halloween costume shop. And cool. I'm uh, Mr. Incredible up on a ladder. And I noticed that the children are coming. So anyways, uh, check uh, that out. It's all over TV right now. Check it out. <laughs> check, check, check it out. Yeah, do it. Absolutely. All right, enough about me. Get, get to my And buddy. then, okay, then we have the other half of Animal Brewery, which is Sean Street. And Sean Russell Street was born on July 4th, 1987. He comes from a large family of four boys, all born four years apart. His younger years were shaped by sports, hanging with friends, and getting in just enough trouble to not have anything on his personal record. Wow, that's impressive. (laughs) He currently works in the health and fitness industry with a major realtor and tries to keep the dream alive as a weekend warrior. Ooh, He has a passion for creating. It doesn't matter what it is, art, music, sports, and as recently, making beer. He makes a homebrew with his buddy Andy and heterosexual life partner, and they are Animal Brewery. Welcome to Animal Brewery. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. And thank you guys so much for being here. I couldn't help but notice how um, how lovey dovey you two are for a heterosexual life Um, partnership. Can you guys explain that to me off the top? uh, So uh, I met Sean when I was in grade three yeah uh, my family moved into north uh, north part of brampton called stonegate okay and i met sean and uh, we were all playing like me and a group of guys out in a green belt and immediately we hated each other sean uh hate this guy yeah sean overheard me say the f word and when i left the group of the guys he came back to my house and said and knocked on the door and <laughs> saw my mom and said are you andrew's mom she, she said yeah he said oh, i just wanted to let you know andrew said <laughs> Andrew said fuck you <laughs> are a rat I've been making sure he's doing but good like right from there right from there we Jesus. were like best friends because what a rat we both uh, we both unfortunately uh, we suffer from a stutter 
And that was like the first thing that we really bonded over. So oh, we, we no. both, uh, when we were uh, when we were at that age, we both had uh, speech therapy. And uh, speech therapy is really different depending on kind of where you go. But a lot of it is uh, kind of forcing yourself to speak. And even something like this is actually kind of a little bit nervous for the two of us. But we've been buddies since grade three. And uh, we've vacationed together. We've... Uh, We've gone to high school together. We 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 uh, did separate universities, but we became buddies again after university, and uh, now we're brewing again together. And it's kind of like our hobby, and uh, it's uh, something we're super uh, passionate about as well because we drink a lot together as well. <laughs> that's, yes, that's awesome. And when Jen was reading your bios, both of you were glowing at each other's. <laughs> bio. I'm very proud of my man over here. Yeah, you. you I'm very proud of my buddy too. Oh, you two are the, like... It's kind of adorable. It's it's actually super adorable. It's super adorable. And, like, Brooke and I have known each other for so many years, but we rarely gush at each other, like, I mean, once in a while, Well, you know what? We We, we did gush... We've gushed. We've gushed we before. Do, yeah, at we like, definitely gushed. Yeah, there has been things, but but you know what? Like, no, I'm not no, like right. No, I'm like, not like a <laughs> snuggled up. Like we're not snuggled we're not up. Snuggled like you up guys. Or anything. You, no. Right, okay. Right now. Okay. Mind you, you are sharing a mic, so I will give you that. Yeah. Our choice. But, yeah, no. that was our choice. <laughs> we brought a, we brought an extra mic and but chose you, not to use it. You so don't want to use it. Works. No, of course not. Because if you wanted to, yeah. it would only okay. make sense. But. Okay, so tell us about your beer brewing hobby. Like, what what got you into this? Obviously, everybody loves beer. Uh, how did this all start, and where has it taken you so far? Uh, it started, we would basically, like, we love beer, right? So with that, it's like, what can we do besides drink it? Well, you can make it, right? So when you sit there and you make the beer, like, that, that just has everything that you would want. Stay on it. I'm on it. But yeah, so... <laughs> It gave us more of an insight of what we wanted. Amazing. Yeah, and so like really, um, Sean ordered uh, an Amazon package. I think it was called like Northern Brewery, and it's like a big, uh, giant, like you know, three what's, or four foot package. What's that, that worth? Um, I'd say everything start off cost would be maybe one fifty, one sixty. Okay. So it's not that bad. Okay. And it comes with all the ingredients and all the tools you need. And like, um, basically you just need like an oven or sorry, not an oven, like, a, um, like, like, like a burner. Uh, and they, the, everything else is comes in the package and they send a DVD and they teach you how to do it. So the first thing we made was an amber ale. And apparently the reason why that's kind of the basic brew is because that's the one that's the easiest to brew. So when you think about drinking a beer, right? Uh, right now, like nowadays, everybody is either ordering things like Coors Light or like a Budweiser. Gross. Uh, well, things, gross, gross. Gross. things gross. that yeah. are clear, things that are very crisp, and it's like a, it's a mass-produced product. Yeah. Um, amber ales are very easy to brew in that they don't need to be yellow in color. They don't need to be golden. They can be red or kind of like a rosé color. So... Basically, if you make mistakes, it's not the worst thing in the world. So a red ale is a very simple beer to make. So that's this this brew. So we ordered the Northern Brewery Amber Ale Kit. And we did it. And uh, it was a lot of fun, you know? Um, uh, it's interesting to learn about something that you spend so many, uh, so many years of your life drinking. Like, you, you take a beer for granted because you can go anywhere and order a beer and get a can and, you know, taste good and there you go. But it's different to actually make your own and go through the steps of it. And I think it kind of taught us both to respect the beer a little bit more. And then that respect led to a fostered kind of um, uh, um, curiosity about the different kinds of beer. Because I definitely was a person who used to only drink one kind of beer. And now that which was what? What was the one kind of beer? I used to only want lagers. Mm -hmm. Lagers, which is kind of like the basic kind of beer. mm Pilsners are kind of close to that as well. Yep. And I hated IPAs or stouts or anything ales. a little bit. Anything yeah. with flavor. Anything with a little bit of flavor. Because <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I didn't know what I was looking for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I was I was a you know when I was a college kid, I just would go out and order chicken wings and well, you know, that's you order the a beer easiest to funnel. Go. A lot of times it is. All right? beer is the yeah. same when you funnel. Yes. Doesn't matter if it's get- Lake Port or premium. I guess you're right. Yeah, because you're not really tasting it. It's just going down the hatch, right? Yeah, so it kind of, um, the first brew we made, um, 
we messed up the sugar and the water uh, content. So our beer was supposed to be like 5% alcohol and it ended up being about three. And you could taste that. It was pretty weak and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't what we were were looking for. Flavors were there, but the potency was not. But that, you know, little mistake only made us want to make more. So then immediately we kind of started reading about like, well, what did we, what did we do wrong? Okay, well, I think it's because we use this process or because we use an extract versus a dry recipe or we didn't use a mash king instead of just like a hand and like a press, you know. So um, that first mistake actually kind of really kind of awakened a curiosity in us and it totally made us want to brew more kinds of beer and challenge ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. Even our, our second or third recipe, we were already starting to make alterations to the current recipe because we were like no no we'll do this yeah yeah, yeah. you like figured it out right away you're like something wrong here and this is what we're gonna do and you know what i really get about the fun part because have you have you ever made your own wine Gigi? i haven't made my own wine but i've made my own kombucha you have yeah yes i do remember very similar to beer and it's fermenting. yeah you're fermenting and you're doing a first ferment and a second ferment and yeah you're adding in flavors and whatever and there's um and I've tried to make sourdough as well, which is also part of that whole process. What, you mean like sourdough bread? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, shit. but it is—it's a fermentation process. Oh, you can't just course. you can't just make sourdough bread. You have to have like a whole starter and that whole thing. Yeah, and and you know what? Like making wine, you have to do like that kind of thing too. It's super easy when you go to a company and you just pour in like the yeast or whatever the fuck it is. You're like, oh, and then I did my job. But the most fun part is the bottling process when you get to like put the cork in it and the label on and you're like, use the machine. Oh shit, that's fun. Do you guys like have that process? Yes, yeah, yeah. So right now we have, uh, we decided to go with um, more or less like Grolsch style. One, yes. so yes. the swing top. So right. Like, and a bigger right. bottle, like a yeah. bigger kind of style bottle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, yep. Then, and then more or less for our summer beers, we're doing more of like a 500 milliliter like uh, plastic bottle. So it's more easy so you can throw it in your cooler or do whatever you want. So in the sense where you're not throwing. Take it to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're into that. To have it in yeah. the car. Have it in the, in the console. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that kind of process is. Uh, we haven't really done capping before, but what we do is mo- more or less on the plastic. It's it's a screw top, so you want to make make sure it's on like properly a, nice, yeah. Like a Coke or a yep. Sprite or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then on the uh, swing top, that just closes, fastens. You're good to go. So. And does it stay f- fresh when you uh, fasten oh, it again oh, yeah. and close it again? Oh yeah, oh, it yeah, stays yeah. fresh. Right? Yeah. Oh. So there's still there's still yeast active yeast within the wort that you have that you turned into into your beer so uh we add a little bit more sugar so then the uh yeast has something to feed off of and then that's what actually produces the carbonation so the co2 comes off of the yeast and then that's what carbonates your beer oh so you don't need like a soda stream or something no 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 no, (laughs) that's awesome it's all done there's no other air going into it at that point that you're doing a second ferment at Right, no, really, yeah, yeah, right? because so that, and that's where the carbonation comes from. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you're doing a second ferment, let's say, and you want that carbonation in there, you would then need to wait to add that extra sh- extra sugar after the f- first fermentation. Yeah, just stick the, put that in your hat <laughs> and smoke it. Smoke it. Is that what they say? Oh, it's put it in your pipe and put smoke it. it. Put that, I, put that in your it. pipe and smoke it. You know it. what? All I gotta say is it's October, so it's legalization 17. month. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's yeah. Legalization 17. month. That's We're celebrating incredible. tonight. We have ten more days. Uh, eleven more days. Eleven more days. Can't we're tell. celebrating with your homebrew, and we're celebrating just the fact that it's the fucking month that we finally legalize. This is great for Canada. I just feel like we are the, Toronto's the next Amsterdam. Yeah, for those bring of it you, on. for those people who are in, listening internationally uh, in the U.S. or and I'm sure in the U.S. you know, and in or, Amsterdam we've had some listeners from. Oh, Amsterdam. we've had yeah, we've had lots of listeners from all over the world, South Africa, the Netherlands, everywhere. Uh, we are legalizing marijuana in right. eleven days from yeah. now, so it's kind of a big deal for us here in Canada. And that's also probably actually a huge thing that's on the horizon that uh, some people are thinking about, but a lot of people aren't. Um, 
So like with legalization, like the flower herb is the yeah. big commodity. Yeah. And I think uh, I think a lot of people are going to a lot of people who used to do it are going to feel no stigma and they're just going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And they'll go, oh, yeah, I remember why I stopped doing this. There's going to be a couple other people who were like, oh, yeah, this is better than a couple of glasses of white wine. This is actually better. This is this is like this is what I want instead of six glasses of white wine. Right. And then there's going to be the people who always kind of just used it and enjoyed it. And, you know, so ultimately, I don't know if much is going to happen. However, I think uh, the big thing that's on the on the horizon will be how um, companies will mix the THC and alcohol together because uh-huh. the idea of a, mm. a marijuana infused beverage or like a beer I think is going to be something that is on the horizon. Night night, bro. Which I, I agree with you. <laughs> Coca Cola just came out with their uh, Coke and C B D that they want to do. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Are, you, are you serious? Yeah, green can. Yeah, they're they're partnering with But C B D this past week. All right, well, let's take a break <laughs> and we'll be back right, right after this with drunk life with, advice. And with also with beer. And Woo! and and we're gonna pop some beer. Animal drinkswithfriends.net that is your place to get drunk life advice from other people in your situation whose lives are pretty fucked up and we're also drinking so uh you know if you're sitting at home right now having a drink and wondering why your life is so fucked up just go over to drinkswithfriends.net click on drunk life advice type in your question use a name that nobody will know and we will answer your question live on one of our shows friend drinkswithfriends.net we'll see you there Okay, we're back with some beers from. Uh, I'm so. I've been waiting to drink this on the air. Yeah, because okay. I want my so, natural so reaction. Cheers, cheers guys. Cheers. What What are cheers. we drinking? Cheers, Animal Brewery. This is cheers. an oatmeal chocolate vanilla stout. It's, holy shit, that's all right. Yeah, that's it's not bad. Good. I have that's to say, right. it's um, not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, and you know what? This kind of beer I like to look at. One of my favorite beers, seriously, is Guinness. Mm. Looks like a Coke. Absolute Guinness. For those listening, we're drinking it in Stella uh, Stella glasses, and it looks like a Coca-Cola. It does, in our Stella glasses. Yeah. I think I asked this already, but pardon me if I did or didn't. Um, From start to finish, an ideal time for a brew is? Uh, You could get start to finish, if you really need to, four weeks, four to five weeks. Okay. Um, what would be ideal? Is that an ideal start to finish? Uh, with a five gallon, yes. Uh, okay. But you would want a little bit more. Like okay. in the sense where there's something called conditioning the beer. Sure. So after you have the beer and it's uh, uh, carbonated, you've uh, sat it for a week or, week or so, you can also condition it at a certain temperature. So then the carbon dioxide will fill the beer in a different ratio because it's at a colder temperature. So it's going to give it a little bit of a different taste. Um, the ingredients are going to meld differently at that temperature as well. So it really does depend. Not only do you have to brew and then sit, but then you have to make sure you condition it at a certain temperature. Mm. And then some recipes call for different types of temperature. Right. Right. So even if you want to get super technical, uh, there is certain beers that should be served at certain temperatures. Yep, yep. So it's it's not all in this sense where you can throw six different types of beer into a cooler and it's all at the same cold temperature. Maybe a couple of those beers would taste better if it was at a little bit of a warmer temperature. Right. Right. So right. Um, it, it does if you just want to drink the beer, enjoy the drink, it's fine. But if you want to be able to actually see what the beer is supposed to be it's proper bouquet what what it's supposed to how look how at the far temperature. you can stretch it out yeah. yeah 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 okay yeah i'd say it's it's probably you're looking at more than a month so from buying the ingredients and actually you know making the concoction in your kitchen mm-hmm. more than a month to get a really good drinkable beer so if you wanted to bring beer up to your cottage for a, a big weekend yeah. i would say you got to start thinking maybe five weeks prior to that to that cottage uh, trip, um, it, especially if you're just a home brewer. Awesome. Yeah. So much to think about. Okay, guys, can we do some drunk life advice? Let's do it. Okay. Are you are you drunk enough to do some drunk life advice? Totes. So drunk. Okay. Totes my goats. Totes my goats. All right. Let's, let's all have a cheers. 
Cheers to animal brewing. I I have to say, seriously, guys, I really enjoy this. I hope you enjoy this. This is one of our most likable beers. It's delicious. And I don't love beer. And I'm telling you, I fucking love this. I like how it's almost like a light stout. Like it, it doesn't have drinkable. it's crisp. You know, it is crisp. crisp. I feel like I'm this, having a nice this drink in totally the summertime day. Ignited my passion for stouts, and I know that sounds Ooh. horrible to say and cliched, but before <laughs> I started brewing with Sean, I only drank lagers or pilsners. Yeah, and then it was like, well, let's brew a stout because it's going to be the super heavy, super alcoholic beer. And we actually created this really light, really refreshing drink that even though it's very dark, you can enjoy it in the in the hot sun. It's and fresh. it's actually a really great beer. So yeah. yeah it's not it's heavy totally at all. I eyes. don't find it it's heavy, not, but and it, there's it is, no bad aftertaste. Super flavorful. And I I, 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 I don't like love beer, so but I'm telling you, I yeah, love great. this beer. The first question is <laughs> from Roberto from Barcelona. Oh. How do you close the deal with Jen, if you know what I mean? Seems for complex. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roberto. What oh, kind of show is this? Um, I Shell. didn't know. I wasn't expecting this question. <laughs> How do you close the deal with Jen? She's complex? What? Apparently, you seem oh. complex. You come across as complex. You're a Rubik's Cube, girl. Oh. oh. Yeah, she's totally complex. You got to know poetry. I'm a you Rubik's gotta know Cube art. woman. Um, I, yeah. I am. I'm complex. Fine. That's true. Okay, Roberto. You got to have appreciation Roberto, of comedy here, here's and improv. Roberto, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Musical theater. It's a lot. Exactly. Uh, yes. The, the biggest Thank thing you, is Andy. you have to make Jen laugh. Thank you. Brooke, Brooke knows me so well from so many years. You have to make her laugh. I just Number make me two, laugh. Number uh, two, don't be stupid. Oh, don't thank be inefficient. You. Oh, I hate inefficiency. <laughs> inefficient. Don't be like a shitty um, fridge, or, or or like anything that like takes longer than it should. Yeah, don't do that. Don't dilly dally. If if you're taking well, longer than it should, you're ago. doing it wrong. <laughs> Uh, what else? What else? What else? Don't dress like a like a slug. Okay, no, that's a, I that's don't a judge good question. People on what clothes, do you, what do you expect I, someone wears on a first date with you? Okay, so on a first date, I would probably go more casual. I I'm not the person to be like, hey, you're taking me. This is a date, and it's important. Yeah, but no, this is at like you Earl's. are wearing this things, is at like Earl's. Pardon me. Or this is at like Earl's, like downtown. Oh, or John I don't want to go to Earl's. Yeah, but uh, the guy took you there. Okay, no. fine. You're not no going problem. to Earl's. I don't want to, but no problem. You can, you I'll can go to Earl's. You say no. You'd be like, actually, no, I'm not I'm not interested. No, I wouldn't what is do Earl's that. Earl's the shit? No, no, no. no, no, no I'm just saying no, that's the, the venue. I'm just saying that's the I would not take you to Earl's. Like it's Earl's. Like, no. I wouldn't, but um, I don't. But this is the thing. I don't judge people on what they wear. I really, really don't. But if you're wearing things that have rips all over, or you're being like, like you just Close look like a slob, fit. it's not okay. Don't look like a slob. But um, to close the deal with me, Brooks pretty much nailed it. Um, be funny. <laughs> I like a man with humor. I really do. I generally am into men. I'm a pulse. Doesn't have to always be men, but I am. Okay. And part. I'm no, sorry, not that have again? a pulse. Would you say that, that is, into they the need mic? to? They need well, to. okay, Sean. They need to have a pulse. That's Sean. hilarious. <laughs> Their pulse better be like. No, of course they're going to be alive. Um, but the efficiency <laughs> thing, Gigi, sure. I'm so proud of how much you know me. Yes, be efficient. Don't be stupid. <laughs> okay, so wait. So where would you go? And and on a first date, where would I go? Yeah. Oh my god! Um, in seriously, and to a bar, a regular run-in-the-mill bar. Would you bar. go to a Rhino? Yes, yes absolutely. Of sure. I would. I like that. Oh, if somebody said, rhino. "Will you t- will you go to the Rhino?" I'd be like, "Ah, uh, hey, yeah, a hundred percent." My okay. favorite place. What's like? What's the guy gonna order? That's a deal breaker. Oh, pulled pork. That's, that's a good that, question. God damn it! Whoa, Andy. you're like, oh my god, because this guy's a no, great. No, pulled pork that tastes like tuna. And oh, no. it, oh no, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. No, but I know, here's I know the thing: can I can I say no to a man who's gonna order meat? No, I can't. He can order whatever he fuck he wants. Is there a deal breaker on ordering? Um, 
Not Andy. I'm sorry. Not that I can think of on the top of my head because I'm pretty. I'm pretty, pretty like open. just what oh, steak whatever somebody wants. Steak tartare. It's fine. Oh my oh. god, that's so awesome! You said that last night. I watched the Mr. Bean episode when he orders steak tartare <laughs> for his birthday. That is so weird that you just brought that up. That's called synchronicity, which right? means we're on the right right path right here. I, and also, Can Brooke I loves the, raw meat. And I'm also the queen of synchronicity. Thank Whoa. You. There but we go, also, Brooke. she's the queen it. of I loving love raw it. meat. Yes, girl. Okay, so That's I'm gonna, how you close the deal with he, me. Here's the next uh, drunk life advice. This is from... Oh, this is kind of sad. This is from somebody named Disappointed Friend from Toronto. Oh. Hi, drinks with friends. Love the podcast. I'm all caught up and ready for more episodes. I need your advice. I have a friend who can never solidify plans with me. They always seem uh, like they have something better to do. And I'm the last resort case. I am at my wits end with this friendship. And I'm at the point where I want to end it. But we have a lot of history and this isn't so easy. What do you think I should do? Sincerely disappointed friend with wine in hand. Oh, that is sad. I know, but thank you, disappointed friend, for listening to the podcast. And a big fan sounds like, and she has a drink in hand. Oh, I say she. It could be a he. Could be a he. They. You don't know. They have a drink in hand. I did that. I did that too. As I was thinking of that story, I was like, oh, I wonder how he or she. Oh, yeah. You don't know. I I put that in there. Okay, so boys. Let's, yeah. let's ask you first. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? So if you have a friend that's always selling out, it sounds like. And being okay. flaky, I it totally, sounds I like. totally have an answer for this. Okay, go. I totally have an answer go. for this. You can't give up on your buddy or your friend. And here's why. Because I totally, I totally feel for your plight. It sounds horrible. But I bet you have not actually told your friend that the way they're acting is affecting you this way. Mm. Meaning you haven't been like upfront. Because you're probably worried that they might dislike you. And you're right. That's a that's a legitimate fear to have. But all too often nowadays, people don't actually say what they want. And they, they're, they're, they're so worried. They're like, why doesn't anybody know this is what I want? And it's because you haven't told them. So I would say... Oh. Just yeah. ask your friend. So legit. You need to be around and, mm-hmm. and, and know that you're not risking anything. It, you know, like ultimately you're not happy with this relationship as it is. So by telling your friend, hey, this makes me feel this way. I really wish you would actually commit to me. You're not risking anything. You're bingo, just telling them. Bingo, bingo. That, I think, yeah. honestly, I love, like, I love bang, that answer. Bang on advice because yep. so many of us don't, like we expect people to read our minds. Right. We expect people yep. to be like, Oh, this is just so inappropriate. Well, it's inappropriate maybe to us, but it may not be inappropriate to somebody else. I mean, yes, technically in a society, we would think it would be inappropriate, but it it may not actually not be for them. Like it may just be okay. So unless we communicate what we feel, we really have nothing to stand on. So we can't, we can't fault them for that. Yes. So I, I totally, that's bang on advice. Like if you want someone to be able to, uh, let's say, you want someone to be able to answer that they should be able to be in your life that way like in the sense where like if you can't ask someone hey what's going on dude like what's happening or hey you know what's going on we're really good friends yeah do you really want that as a really good friend that's right you, you know like yep. i want to be able to say that to someone who's close to me in you want to be able to trust somebody you want to be yeah. able to, to make sure that they're going to show you up can't for you ask them that then maybe hey i don't want to say you need a new best friend but i'm just saying saying that that's a little bit of thinking there that you have to do yeah that's also really good advice and going around the table my god like i agree with both of you so much it's true you have to express how you feel you have to say this is bothering me and we're going to have troubles in our relationship if we do not iron these things out and at the same time i i relate with disappointed friend and i have been down this road with people in the past and have expressed myself with positive results with um friends being like at first getting very defensive at the fact that i was saying anything and then saying wow I can tell you feel very strongly about this and I'm going to change. And it it wasn't always perfect, but change did happen. I think it's also we're used to things happening instantaneously. Like, Mm -hmm. um, 
There's like, uh, so we all have these computers in our pockets that we carry with us at all times. And we are all logged into the internet. We all, all four of us have them out in front of us right now. Mm -hmm. There's computers out here. There's all these things. There's people watching TV. There's all this stuff happening at all times. We are used to instantaneous gratification. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, we can't wait any longer, but that's not how life always used to be. People are not like people expect things to happen instantly, um, but that's just not how the world works. And I think there's a big disparity there. So, again, I'd say go back to the idea of um, just having an honest conversation with someone and saying, hey, this is how I feel. Do you feel that way? And then if they do or they don't, you know, then you can move on and Based you know. on that. Because you have to, because we grew up in a time when you would have to pay per letter of the text. <laughs> I remember so, that. So you get when you had to pay a fortune text. Not even per text message. It you have to make like sure it's like we'll we'll <laughs> talk that? in person. It was come so here. We'll talk. At first. Yeah, per letter. Yeah, T9. it was so brutal. That? Oh, I Ten do. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. Anyway, so okay, so we we've come to the conclusion: be open and honest with your friend. That's yep. what we're saying. Yeah, yep. be open and honest. Tell them how right. you feel. I think that's the only way you can you can really complain yeah. about something is is to tell them. Actually, I had this uh, conversation with a friend tonight about somebody, and they were complaining. But you can't complain unless they don't like. If they don't know how you feel, how can you complain? Totally, because they you have can. no opportunity to change to change what their actions are. That's right. It's like think about in your life. Like there's so many things you just don't know what's going on in other people's lives yeah like, sometimes like you, yeah. you you you're not entirely trying to do things on purpose maybe maybe you are maybe you're just a dick in general i don't know but <laughs> there's a lot of dicks there there are yeah but but, but let's let's just say we're there aren't. taking them out of the equation Let, let's just say there aren't or let's just say there's a dick that wants to be a conformed and, dick and and wants to or a reform reformed conformed I, whatever what and, and all good and he wants to be a better dick and at the end of the day, I honestly believe, and I, I truly honestly believe this about the entire planet, that nobody across these, this earth wakes up with the intention to fuck over somebody else. So it's like, I like to before, that. before you think, oh, my, my buddy bailed on me again. I before you go, you. Yes. oh man, yes. I, it's me. Say, yes. wait a minute. Maybe there's something in their life. Maybe there's something that you have no idea about. Uh, what's going on in their life? Have you examined that? You know, ask that question before you go, oh man, he bailed on me again. It must be because he hates me or she hates me or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's so self-serving. All right, let's come back and we'll we'll do some more break time. Break time. King ass. Here we are, what chaps your asses? What chaps your ass? Oh, what Let's go first with chaps. this one. What's the thing? Your ass. Chaps. Who wants to go I first? I think you, I think our guest should no, go. No, I want Jen to go okay, first. Okay, I'll go first. Here's what chaps my motherfucking ass. Okay, um, it's tough because we already touched upon it, but seriously, since we, we touched upon it, I'm going to pull out this what chaps my ass. Flaky motherfucking people chap my goddamn motherfucking ass. Amen. At people who cannot commit to anything, and I don't mean a one-timer. I mean a repeat <laughs> offender cannot commit at any time it's like well maybe but i don't like to make weeks too far in advance and but oh i might have something but i'll i'll let you know but why here's and here's my stance before anybody says anything because i'm sure everybody has their own take on this because we live in 2018 where people can flake so easily when i want to do something i Look at my calendar, I say yes, and I plug it in. If I do not want to do something, I don't look at my calendar. I just say no with whatever reason I might give. 
If I'm not sure, but I really want to, but I'm like, oh shit, I'm not sure because I think I had some tentative plans. I say maybe with a definitive date that I will get back to that person and say yes or no. And I mean all these things wholeheartedly. And and if something comes up because, oh God forbid, I'm sick or some serious emergency happens, Uh, It's so rare that the person I would be canceling on knows that I am being serious. I'm not just being flaky. They're like, oh, wow. If Jen's saying this, it must be true. I cannot stand when people are flaky all the time. And uh, I have ended friendships over it. And I have reconciled friendships over it. And I have questioned friendships over it. I just cannot take the fact that people can't make plans anymore. That's what Chess my ass. Whoa. I feel like there's people can't make plans in 2018. Why can't we? I'm almost 40. I want to make plans with people. Instantaneous gratification. Oh, comes back to. I don't think that's because they're like, yeah, I'm gonna do what you want to do unless something else better comes along. Yeah, I was gonna say fear of missing out. It's like like FOMO. Like, I think it's fun. Oh my god, I'll totally like. I, oh my god, that sounds amazing. I'm, I'm in, and then it's like the day of. It's like actually, eh, I didn't really want to do that. I said I would, but meh. right. But it, yeah, the whole overcommitment okay. thing too. I agree with you. It sucks. Sometimes it when sucks. I'm really drunk, I overcommit to things, and I'm like, oh my god, that sounds so amazing. And then I just so we're not it. buying that house. <laughs> <laughs> No, that that would be okay. Invest caught her off guard there. Investments are fine. It's like it's like actual plans. It's actual plans where I actually have to show up and like be a person for a minute. Yeah, I know. It's it's tricky, right? Like, how do you get people to commit to showing up? And how do you get them to commit to showing up on time? I don't know about you, but like part of the your chaps my ass is like Fucking show up at eight o'clock. <laughs> if the invitation says eight o'clock, don't show up at ten. Because you know what? I'm getting ready to go to bed at ten. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's one of those things. Like, how do you do that? I don't know. And you like, need whoa, whoa, whoa. to know when time is a factor and when it's it's a more laxed thing. Yeah, because if you're having a party at eight, do you show up at eight? No. True. I made that mistake yeah. two weekends. No, last weekend, and it was embarrassing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I showed up right on you time. Need it was to embarrassing. Know you're, what you're going to. I think that was for like, the first time like in my life. The whole idea of showing up fashionably late comes like with like going to a ball or like a big event. But like going to your friend's birthday party, showing up fashionably late is just rude. It's not actually cool. You know, it, it depends, and it depends on the people. You know, the people you can show up late with, or you can't. It all depends. Like, if I know I have to be somewhere, because guess what? There's going to be like massages, <laughs> which I want every party to have a massage. But let's say there is, I will show up on fucking time. But let's just say it's like we're gonna have so horrible. We're gonna start drinking at eight. I don't mind showing up at nine. You know what I mean? Like, well, 10, you're starting to drink at eight, but you're not showing up till nine. Right. Let's just say they're like, well, we're just starting to drink at eight. Well, then, okay. I think nine's okay. And I was just at a birthday party that started at eight. I showed up at seven, but that's just because I was coming from another engagement. Um, And it was on the way and I had, well, I'm not going to go somewhere and kill time. It's a good friend of mine. I'm going to show up. But people showed up all throughout the night and that was okay. Mm-hmm. You need to know what you're showing up for. Is it something where you need to be on time? Or is it something where it's okay? Surprise party, doing cake, um, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you be that, on time. That's a big one. Doing yeah. activities, like maybe there's a tarot card reading or maybe there's like, you know, pedicures. Who knows? You know. You know as an adult when you need to be on time and when it's okay to totally. show up fashionably late. Totally. All right. Well, that that's what chaps my ass. Who wants to go next? So, uh, yeah, so what chaps my ass, I'd keep it more on the sense of brewing beer, would be individuals who do not like to critique craft beer. What I mean by that is that there is no bad craft beer. There is some beers who I've tasted which I do not want to taste again. Mm, But the fact is, is that if you're in the craft beer, you're allowed to have 
a bad critique of craft beer mm-hmm. and still like craft beer. But I feel like there's a lot of individuals who they taste a craft beer and it's like they, they may not like it at all, but they have to find something that's good about it because it's craft beer. <sighs> I, so I see people who are biased bit. to craft beer. Yeah, like you so, don't want so, so they have craft beer. They may not like what they've tasted and they're like craft beer sucks or... But they still say they love it because it's craft beer. It. It's craft beer because if you sit there and say you don't like a craft beer, then it's like, well, you don't, you like, don't like craft beer in, all. in the entire... So they're being no, fake. Mm. They're being that's fake. Fake change. Okay. <laughs> okay, but what I want to talk about Jen's unfortunate. Oh, God damn it, Jen! I tell us your story. About I don't have a story to tell. No, Jen, does. tell us your story. No, I can't tell this story. I can't do it. Me? Do it All right, okay, fine. So there was once story. a woman named Irma Linda. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, tell it as so if it's you. Jen came out to Keswick one day, and we were chilling on a dock, and it was a beautiful summer day. So and, nice, and. Uh, you were complaining about <laughs> your coworker Irma Linda, who has gout. Who has gout, and a very bad. It's affecting her feet. Yes, uh, and her Ugh. she can't walk. Oh my god! <laughs> and she can't walk and whatever. So Jen is doing like the whole, <laughs> you know, being really. Basically, offensive. Very, <laughs> I was so offensive. You were being sounds like a spot on impression. <laughs> very, very, very offensive. I was so offensive. But then karma bit you in the foot. We were at this Literally. dock. So the dock went into the water. There was no gradual and there was no um stairs. So Brooke and I had to improvise. So we decided we were going to just go off the end of the dock and gradually let ourselves in and just kind of like jump. We jump. And then to get out, we had to walk over rickety rocks and then like pull ourselves onto the land. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that on yeah, the yeah. other yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. On the, yeah. And it worked perfectly. One, two, three times. But like the fourth time I jumped in, I started getting really brave and I just kind of like, oh, I'll just jump in. And I jumped on my foot and I guess I hurt it really bad. And then suddenly I couldn't walk on one foot. <laughs> After complaining about Irma Linda's foot for the whole yeah, afternoon. for the whole afternoon. <laughs> but then irony struck once again. <laughs> I struck hard. So to walk back from that place, I had to like wobble all the way. But I'm like, I'm having fun. I don't give a fuck. I'm having fun. Brooke and I have been talking all day. We're drinking. We're having fun. So then we decided to go to the bar that night. And when we got there... Well, everything was fine until a a biker came in and he came in and kind of like him and his whole crew came behind the bar and they like pushed everybody off and they're like, what are you drinking? He he literally came behind the bar. So everything was, he was like, we were talking to some other people and whatever, but that all got like, as soon as this guy, like he yeah, we were talking the to these oxi- other guys. He was yeah. one of those people that just sucked the oxygen out of the room and demanded everybody's attention. We had to have his attention. Had to have his attention. And then Brooke suddenly went to the washroom, and then it was okay because you had to pee. But then, it- <laughs> he's looking at the guy next to me who we were chatting with, and he's like. What do you want to do for a shot? And he was like, I don't know, a Sicilian kiss? And he was like, a Sicilian what? And he's like, a Sicilian kiss? And then he was, he looked at me, he's like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, a Sicilian kiss? And he was like, oh, mother. And then Brooke suddenly came back and he was like, what do you want to do? And Brooke's so like, tequila. <laughs> you were like, tequila. So he gets a shot of tequila for everybody at the fucking bar. Good choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but then I, I, but then I, it went I terribly wrong. Broken down golf cart. But then disaster struck. So then, anyways, I, I don't know when it happened, but he looked at me and he's like, "What's your name?" <laughs> After we all took the shot, I didn't want the shot, but we all took it. And then there's shot glasses everywhere. And he was like, what's your name? And I was like, it's Jennifer. 
Which I would normally say Jen, but I don't know why I said Jennifer. And he's like, you're put on the spot. You're put on the spot. Exactly. And then he fell backwards so hard. He knocked over all the empty shot glasses. You did that with your name alone? Just my name. He fell like he was like, what? And he fell backwards and the shot glasses went flying in the air. And he went flying. And then his friends went running for him. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. And then I started laughing because it was really funny when he fell back. That was those who really. Well, well, why? Why did he fall backwards? Well, okay. Well, the, then the I name. found out. So I thought just at my name. Yeah, but yeah, then, I know, but like for real though. But then the people who were with him, I was laughing, and they looked at me like this, and I was like, "I'm sorry." And then I was like, "Brooke, I'm like, we need to leave right now." So we get the fuck out of there. And I'm still limping because of my foot from earlier. I'm limping out of the bar and we get out of the bar and Brooke's laughing so hard. I'm like, what the fuck? And she was like, you know, that guy only has one leg. (laughs) (laughs) He actually has a peg leg. He has a peg leg. leg. He's not a biker. He's a triker. He drives tricycles. That's horrible. That's hilarious. <laughs> I fell over. Damn biker. And then I jumped. I like stumbled out of the bar on one leg like I was making. I can never go back to that bar. I've been back to that bar so many times since. I know. I know. He's, he moved He's out of the gone. province he after moved. that. He moved away. He yeah, did. He probably had to. I ruined his <laughs> I life. Away. He had to leave. Shortly he after. Ran him out of the province. I ruined his life like everybody no, else's lives we Hamilton. ruined. Probably in Hamilton. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and in fact, that's when you went to the washroom. Yeah, I think you so. Met, yeah, you went to the washroom after he asked me my name. Because it was before like, he asked it me was my name. frightening. And when I came back, you're like, we have to go now. Yeah, as soon as she got back, I was like, we need to go right now. And you're like, why? And I'm like, we got to get the fuck out of it. I'm desperately trying but to you get know away. What? He probably thought as you were then looking he at thought I was making fun, making fun of him. I didn't know I was making a worse enemy than I could have ever imagined. <laughs> Triker Josh. I'm telling you, he's out for me right now. That guy is dangerous. I'm not even joking. But he scared the shit out of me. Oh, when so he even funny. asked me my name, he scared the shit out of me. What's your name? Jennifer. He literally- Jennifer. What? Whoa! <laughs> I'm flying. I love that bar. We've had good times since then. Offsides, Keswick, check it out. Let's plug in. Let's plug your shit. So, what do you guys want to? Uh, what do you guys want to promote? What do you guys want to plug? Okay, go for so, it. So, so Sean and I don't really like <laughs> easy, we, easy, Andy. Sean and I don't have a brewery that you can really follow right now because we're still in our research and development phase where we decide what we want to do. That being said, though, um, always, uh, you know, uh, if you ever do see A N M L or hashtag A N M L Brewery, that's us. Uh, we're going to have a lot of different uh, loggers and a lot of different pilsners and IPAs coming out in the next couple of years. So keep track with us. We're going to be looking at an Ontario market first and then uh, nation, uh, or sorry, nationwide then after we develop our first kind of recipe. That being said, though, um, the thing that we wanted to share with everybody today on this podcast was that our passion for beer led us to learn about all the different styles of beer. Mm-hmm. So we totally recommend everybody listening to this. If you don't like beer, go out and buy something. Go to the LCBO, look at a can. If the can looks cool, buy it. Go home, drink it, and give it your honest opinion. The thing that we've learned most about this is that there are so many different breweries, different wineries, different um uh, uh, liquor dispensers in Ontario. There are so many different options for us to try. And it's really our duty as Canadians to go out and give our business to those other Canadians. So go out to the LCBO, try some different beers and really experience what's out there because we're totally getting into this industry where craft brew is popular and it's tasty and it's in bars, it's in Toronto. You don't have to be in Toronto to taste it. You can have it all over Ontario. Go out and check it out. And uh, really, 
go beyond the regular beer you normally have. I think that's kind of what we're trying to say. Go try we, something new. Yeah, we want you to love our brewery, but we also want you to love a lot of other breweries as well, too. Okay, awesome. I love it. Excellent. Jen, what do you got to plug? Oh, I'm going to plug uh, what I always plug. First of all, I want to plug drinkswithfriends.net. Please come visit us and uh, subscribe and contribute to Drunk Life Advice because, well, we love answering your questions. Of course, you can find us at Patreon, uh, Drinks With Friends on Patreon. And I want to plug Harmony Heroes. Check me out at JJBeegs on Instagram to find out when Harmony Heroes are playing in the city. And uh, Facebook, yeah, I'm hard to find, but Jen Beagle on Facebook. And I just want to say thanks to having uh, Animal Brewery with us today. That was so much fun. And I love your beer, and I don't love beer. So I want to promote that. And I will be using your hashtag uh, very soon because I'm going to be posting about this delicious beer. I love it. Go Animal! Yay! Animal! Thank you so much for having us. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.